What's up, Halo fam? Halo Joe here. Just wanted to thank each and every one of you for checking out this new episode. Make sure to keep it tuned here to Halos in the Infields Baseball Network all season long as we drop content every day. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Also, make sure to crack the like button and leave a comment. Make sure you also smash that bell icon to be notified every time we drop an episode or go live. Also, check us out on our other platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. We can also be found on Apple Pod, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Don't forget to leave that five-star review. Thank you again, Halo fam, and with that, let's get this show on the road. Make sure you check out our sponsor over at 714 Tickets. They take pride in providing their customers with transparent pricing and excellent service. With 714 Tickets, you don't have to worry about hidden fees or surprises at checkout. The price you see is the price you pay. Plus, their team is dedicated to ensuring that you have the best shopping experience possible. And as a special thank you, we're offering a 10% discount on your purchase as well as entering you in a drawing for a free Halo's jersey. Also, 5% cash back on your purchase. Only when you use the promotional code HITI at checkout. That's H-I-T-I, HITI. Get ready to shop with confidence and discover great deals today over at 714 Tickets. Everybody, the Halos in the infield. My name is Fernando, aka the Lone Star Halo, coming at you from Austin, Texas. And I am joined here by. Good night, you pieces of trash. Or good morning, depending on when you listen to this. Um, yeah. It is Courtney, the San Bernardino Halo. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and now, one degree warmer, if you will. Because our girl just got her master's. Yay! I'm so excited. I did finally earn my degree. It's been it's been a hard road. It's actually why I kind of took my hiatus last year for those of you that have been with us from the beginning. Um, but I finally got my degree, guys. I I actually love working with children as much as I seem like a very stern and aggressive person. Um, you know, Can't I love yeah, sometimes <laughs> I love working with young minds, uh, shaping the young minds of society, um, and correcting them when they when needed. Um, but thank you. It's been it's been rough, but I've always had the support of the podcast, and I love you guys. So thank you for staying with me on my journey and letting me come back. Well, yeah, of course you you are well liked by uh, the community, and you know. Todd, you and I have gotten extremely close over, you know, the last couple of years. And, you know, we've all helped each other through our problems, through, okay. you know, hiccups in the relationships, through, you know, literal divorces, you know, you name it. So it's been, uh, it's been a ride, but no, I, I, I'm, we're really lucky to have you. And, you know, I, I know you and I have become super close in particular. So. Yes, of course. Um. So now that we've got all that out of the way, let's talk about this trash ass Dodger series that we. Uh, How about lost. we just talk about the Rocky series and just call it? I mean, what's. That's perfectly fine too. Uh, <laughs> this was horrible. Like, 
we we were one of the hottest teams in baseball. We had cracked a lot of top ten uh, power rankings. You know, some very big name power rankings, uh, including Catella Chronicles power rankings. Make sure to check them out. Oh, by the way, if you need tickets to an event, seven one four tickets. Use code Hitty at checkout. H I T I for ten percent off. You can use that code again and again, like the Bonaparte Gigolos uses the good vibes again and again. No. Also, if the the Bonaparte Gigolo thing doesn't work out, you can head on over to Noble, have yourself some good local brews, and take your mind off of it. Mention Halos in the infield for drink specials, and also leave your car there. Go for a brisk stroll to Angel Stadium, and you don't have to give Arden Reno twenty dollars for parking. You can instead use twenty dollars to forget about this horrendous Dodger series. Yeah, that was. I wish I could have done that yesterday. Um, you should have done I that yesterday. The, I know. I I had the pleasure of going to Angel Stadium yesterday. Um, I did not give my twenty dollars to Arden Moreno for parking i found a different parking lot for ten dollars but the um, one where the old hooter yeah, was it was just uh, no i think it was on the other side it was on the back side oh. um yeah off of orangewood but oh. uh yeah that that series was sad um i'll just talk about yesterday's game because that was the one i went to and seen with my own two eyes um okay. really um uh, i mean otani had a good start um I'm definitely not going to say it was a terrible start. He went seven innings. I mean, what else can you ask for from a starting pitcher, especially from Otani? Um, really, just the one mistake was Freeman's home run. And even with that being the one mistake, um, it was a solo home run. I would think that even with our lineup that it is, there should be no reason why we couldn't make up the one run, and, and we didn't. Um, for some reason, we had the base run once again um sending Ren Hifo home uh on a very shallow pot fly to left field um why he was sent I have no idea um and the only reason why I criticize that so much as being an outfielder myself all your momentum especially on a short shallow fly ball like that it's already coming forward so all if all your momentum is already coming for, forward for a throw home you're more than likely going to get your runner out. And that's exactly what happened. Um, I was sitting right behind third baseline or third base dugout, I should say. Um, he was out. Like, oh. he was out. Um, so why we put ourselves in that situation? No idea. Because, I mean, uh, Red Heap had to lead off double that inning. Um, the fact that it was that literally ended in that way was just a mood killer. And I feel like you could feel that throughout the entire stadium. The the remainder of the game, sadly, um, as an Angels fan. Um, and of course, for those of you that always listen to us, Nick, my lovely partner, is a Dodgers fan. He was very happy Ooh. last night. Boo! Um, he was very happy last night. Um, I almost threatened to make him walk home. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's real quickly, yeah, let's talk about the Luis Renjifo of getting sent. So people are blaming the third base coach, and that's rightfully so. He is the one who made the conscious decision to send him. Why on earth, why on God's green earth do you decide to send Luis Renifa, who, yeah, I get it, has a little bit of speed, not the slowest cat, not the fastest cat, but there is no reason on earth. He had zero business running, literally. Like you said, the momentum was automatically taking the left fielder home 
right? He was in a perfect position. He was not that far away from the infield dirt. We're talking 60 feet away from the infield dirt, if that. So not a far throw for a major leaguer. You know, literally the way his body was positioned and the angle he took in, he was able to put his entire body into that throw, which put him in prime position to do what he did, which was get Luis Renjifo out. Luis Renjifo was pointing at the dugout like, hey, review that. It's like, okay, A, if we reviewed it, we were going to get screwed anyway because New York hates us. And two, he was out. There was, I, I will say game one, I thought Drury was safe. Yes. And yes. everyone and everyone and their mom thought he was safe, which is why it took so goddamn long for them to review that play. If it takes that long, you have your answer. There was not irrefutable evidence that Brandon Drury was out. And any and all the haters are going to be like, well, he was out. So I guess there was. No, it took way too long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that review call definitely took too long. And I was sitting at home for that one but I was like this isn't gonna go right I was like oh, this yeah. is this should have been open and shut you know even within a minute to two minutes but I think we we're in the three to four minute mark I was like they're gonna overturn it oh, and yeah. Nick actually had hope he was like no he's like I don't think so he's like I think you guys are gonna get this one and they overturned overturned it and we looked at each other I was like shut this game off right now we kept watching it, but I was like, that that was an atrocious call. But yeah, I think we definitely had like a little PTSD from the night before. Like there was no reason to challenge Renhifos because one, it happened early in the game. And I hate to say it, but like we just have that luck where we could probably use that challenge later on. Um, so why risk losing your challenge in the third inning, you know, if it doesn't go your way? So there was that. Um I also don't like the fact that uh, Moniak was taken out for Renfro. I feel like that was a terrible call. That was terrible coaching. I do not like philosophy of, you know, lefty-righty matchup or righty-lefty. Um, and especially in a game like that where it was clearly a Dodgers bullpen day. Clearly. Yeah. Like, we didn't even know who the starter was until an hour before the game, I think. Because I yeah. kept checking all day I was like Nick kept asking he was like who's starting who's starting I'm like I I don't know it's this TBD I don't know I don't yeah, know literally like this was like the C squad you know what I mean like this. yeah like this was this was a sad a sad day and I sat there and, I, and we're, we're watching the game and I'm just like why and I already knew I was like it's because it's a right-handed pitcher or it was because it was a left-handed pitcher yeah. I was like there's no other reason why he's taking out Maniac besides this stupid idea in his head that Renfro has a better chance but I'm still old school I'm looking at just batting average as a whole Maniac has a higher batting average than Renfro leave yeah. him in leave the kid in like let him prove it. I don't. I don't even care at this point, especially against a D squad Dodger team. Yeah, I mean, so we're already in the nitty gritty talking about game two. So yeah, we'll continue with that. So Mickey Moniak has, in my opinion, earned the right to play. He's playing better than you know Renfro. Anderson Renfro right now currently is a cornerstone on the team because of all the injuries, but also the fact that Taylor Ward overall is not having a good season he had he, he had a little stretch there for like two weeks where he started to get hot and we were like okay okay ward he, he's effing back right and all of a sudden he's a ha ha psych you thought and he's not that 
So right now, Moniac is still the hotter of all the outfielders. Don't even get me started on Mike can't catch up to a fastball trout. Okay? Yeah, sorry. The meat writing's over. I love Mike Trout. I love Mike Trout. But it's time to get off that man's Johnson, and it's time to hold him accountable. You know, we've kind of already talked off air, and I won't expose our guy, Mike Trout, on, you know, his work ethic. But, you know, we know the truth. Mm-hmm. I was like, you won't, but I will. Um, no, no, don't do it. Don't do don't do, do not open up that can of worms. But, yeah. I mean, it's also not like uncommon knowledge. It's like kind of always been out there. Yeah. And, you know, people are kind of like, oh, well, I mean, he's Mike Trout, you know. Yeah, I think I I will just say that Michael Nelson Trout, um, he, your name will only get you so far. Your name and your popularity will only get you so far. Um, at some point, you just have to step up. You just have to step up, be a leader. Um, I think one of the hot takes that I that I caught flack for when I first came back this season uh, to join you guys again was I thought that he didn't deserve to be captain of Team USA. I don't think he's done any captain things, um, you no. know, other than, yes, his name is Mike Trout. He's done a, a few notable things for the Angels. He's had a few notable records um, as part of that. What else can you really say about Michael Nelson Trout? Um, I again, I don't think he deserved that captain spot for Team USA. And right now, I mean, you can just clearly see that he's shitting the bed and somehow late on a 92 mile per hour fastball. Um, it's sad. It's honestly sad. It's very disappointing. Um, so I just hope that he gets his shit together sometime soon. Yeah, he's batting 250. We're now 268 at bats in. So we are past the point now where we can be like, okay, hey, it's still early. Or, well, Trout's just in a slump. You know, there are 268 at-bats. That's the quarter of the at-bats that most players get per season, if not just a little over. Um, So it's definitely time, I think, to start hitting the panic button a little bit. It's definitely time to admit like, okay, well, there's certainly something wrong with Trout right now. Will something remain wrong with him? I mean, you know, jury's still out on that. As of right now, I will continuously give him the benefit of the doubt because he is Mike Trout. But that doesn't mean there's not cause for concern. In his last 30 games, he's batting 213. His last 15 games, he's batting 176. And in his last seven games, he's only batting 200. So to say that this man is struggling is probably the understatement of the year. He is in an absolute downward spiral right now. He's batting below league average. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely driving the struggle bus through San Bernardino County right now um, against all of our potholes. Uh, he, yeah, that's bad. Um, no, I mean, he's struggling. I, you know, I seen it live yesterday at the game. Um, I think even one of the, the videos I caught was him late on a fastball, sadly. Like, um, I don't know. I think it's just one of those things where I am definitely I'm hitting the panic button Um, just because, you know, these we do have these expectations of players. We have the expectation of Otani. We have the expectation of Trout. They're supposed to be the leaders in carrying this team or at least as as far as Otani will take us while he's still here. 
um you know and it's just like you can't sit here and have like this flippant attitude of oh well I'm Mike Trout or you know oh I'm Otani the what I don't I don't need to hit right now or oh I don't need to pitch right right now it's fine or oh even the flippant attitude of oh I'll just work out of it work out of what do you even know what you need to fix like and if you do and you're blatantly just that arrogant about your performance um you definitely need a reality check from our overpaid coaching staff I was telling Todd uh, him and I were talking uh, off air just on the phone today when he was at work and I was at work and we were talking about the fact that okay so Trout can't hit a fastball right now okay great okay so if that's the case why are you swinging at fastballs Okay, don't even swing. How about that? You know what? If you strike out looking on a fastball and he in a post-game interview, he was like, you know what? I'm just not seeing the fastball right now. I made a conscious decision to not swing at those fastballs right now. I'm going to wait for a breaking pitch down at the knees, and that's what I'm sitting on. You know what? I understand that. You want to build some confidence back up. You're not hitting the fastball. You know, you don't want to exert your energy swinging to that fastball when you know you're not going to catch up to it right now. You want to get your groove for it. And then once, you know, you start hitting some breaking balls. Okay, well, let's start talking about hitting some fastballs now. You know what? Like, that's fine. There's valor in that. There's a thought process in that. I can get behind it. But, like, if you're not hitting a fastball, why are we swinging a 92-mile-an-hour fastball right now? Just sit breaking pitch. Well, they're not giving me a breaking pitch. Okay, great. Then just stare at the ball because you're not hitting it right now. He's not hitting. No, he's not. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I think it's knowing yourself as a hitter, um, a player in general, but definitely as a hitter, you know, knowing what your pitch is, um, you know, I can definitely speak for myself when, you know, I was a slapper and I was a lefty. I was always looking for, you know, a curveball. I was always looking for something on the outer half of the plate because as a lefty, that's what I was seeing majority of the time. I'm not going to sit there and swing at something, you know, fast and inside I'm not gonna my hands aren't gonna catch up to it you know so I'm gonna look for something down and away or something on the outer half of the plate and those were my pitches and I feel like Mike Trout just kind of needs to if he is going to be late on these fastballs suck it up and own it just you know hey I can't I can't hit a fastball to save my life right now but I will sit on something on a breaking pitch I will sit on a changeup. you know I'll sit on these pitches because I know that's my wheelhouse right now um and again, that's just knowing yourself as a hitter until you can get the right fundamentals and the right mechanics to hopefully start swinging at fastballs again. Or if you're really just going to be that guy and that dude and just announce it to the world, like, you know what? No, I'm only a changeup hitter. I don't advise this, but uh, I'm only a change ball hitter. Or I'm only this t- kind of hitter. And that's what I'm going to look for. Okay, bet. I hope you, I hope if you do get that pitch, you're swinging for the fences, daddy hacks only. Because at least I can say, oh, well, there's a thought process there. Like you said, there's a thought process there. That's his pitch. And once he gets it, he's going to launch it. I'll, I'll take that over being late or just not even knowing what pitch is coming. Cause that, I feel like that's what some of his at bats looked like yesterday. He doesn't even know what's coming anymore. And he's yep. literally late on everything and it's sad it's like sad Todd to keeps saying he keeps hitting it like to the right side so it's like you yeah know, you can tell he's not catching up and it's just you know it's not even just him man this whole team is struggling there is so many holes right now you know you have Jared Walsh what's wrong with Walsh is broken honestly 2021 might have been a fluke I think it was I think he needs more sleep um <laughs> 
Yeah, maybe. And I mean, 2020, he had a, he had a good last month too. So, I mean, yeah. we're talking about a combined maybe four good months of his career. Besides that, unfortunately, kind of subpar. And it's upsetting because I really, really do like Jared Walsh. Um, that was my lefty. I, I want him to do great things. Um, no, it's really hard to see his regression as well. Um, you know, maybe 2020 and 2021 were a fluke. Um, I definitely don't wish that's the case. I don't hope that's the case. Uh, but it's definitely looking that way right now. So, okay, so with that being said, what's a bigger priority in your opinion right now? So let's just say hypothetically at the trade deadline, the Angels want to make a move. Do they go for a first baseman or do they go for a utility infielder to replace Gio Urshela, who's, you know, essentially shut down for the season? Oh, first base. Um, I think right now the problem is we have too many utilities. I think, you know, because I mean, hypothetically speaking jury is a utility ren hifo utility um if for whatever reason we we bring fletcher back utility um he was pulled today by the way from uh, his triple a start oh yay we might get him back i'll take um, him over squid facts um oh my god yeah <laughs> there's that I mean, that's another guy who had a horrible series i mean nobody's surprised but no, but the, yeah, and then we have Squid, um, you know, Neto, hopefully he comes back. He's still our everyday shortstop. But I think, the, back, I think our utility, yeah, sorry. Um, I think our utility is fine. I, because I still have the issue of you have too many utilities and not knowing their roles and not building that chemistry. So I would prefer a just everyday first baseman. That would be my priority. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of rumors about the Angels potentially looking at a guy like Paul Goldschmidt. How would you feel about that? A proven, a proven first baseman who, you know, has had a very established career. Uh, he hits for power, but he also hits for contact. And not only that, but you know, he's a multi-time Gold Glove. Yeah, I I am not opposed to that. Um, I think. And it sucks to say, but I would actually, with the team that we have right now, I would prefer a veteran first baseman. Um, something, someone that, you know, has definitely had an established career, established themselves in the league um, and things of that nature. Because uh, we we just need it. I don't think, I don't think Trout knows how to be a leader, like a, a true leader. Um, and Otani, you know, bless his heart, not trying to say anything about him you know but i i'm just trying to say i don't know how well his english is and i know everybody loves iffy you know but otani's there to play not necessarily to be a captain he's he's there to just play hopefully get us a world series um but that's kind of his one main job and priority i don't think otani necessarily wants to be a captain of a team and that's just my own personal hot take I just feel like him being a two-way and him being a unicorn is already enough. I think him adding on, trying to add on the role of a captain or a leader, I don't think is in his wheelhouse right now. Um, so I think a veteran first baseman would be phenomenal for us. A good one, that would be great. Yeah, I don't exactly know how vocal Goldschmidt is. I mean, I know he's a great player. I know he's a well-respected player, but I don't exactly know his repertoire as far as leadership. Now, it can't get any worse than what we have. I mean, really, the only kind of vocal leader we have, we didn't even know we had, it was Anthony Rendon, right? And all those articles came out about like, well, he tells these guys that they need to win like 15 games a month. 
Here's the thing, though. Anthony Rendon, I'll say it, he's a bitch. So with that being said, you know, how could you possibly respect the guy who's telling you what to do when he can't get his own work done? Look, I'm second in command of a, of a national company. So with that, I have to lead by example. And the thing that sucks for my position, if I don't work, not only am I not getting paid, other people don't get paid. So because of that, there's naturally a level of respect that comes with that because people know, you know, well, hey, that guy is responsible for me getting paid. So, you know, I lead in that regard with my job. Rendon is doing a whole lot of talking, but he doesn't do a whole lot of walking, if you know what I mean. He did that with Washington. He definitely walked the walk and he talked the talk. But the yeah. problem is... You know, you can't do that here, man. Like, why? You, how are you telling me how to play? You're never even playing. Facts. Yeah, I definitely would not respect a leader if I've had more playing time than him. Um, you know, and I, I know injuries happen. They're most of the time spontaneous. Um, but I think it's just one of those things where it's just like, hey, guy, you – has he even played a whole full 162 yet with us no. between three years? He's okay. never he's never even oh, if you combine all of them? Yeah, if we combine all of them, has he finally played a 162? <laughs> he's gotta be getting close. I know before like his highest was like a hundred and something. Let me see. Dear Lord. Okay, well, as you look for that, that um again, I I would not respect my leader if I'm sitting here and you know he's on the bench for for multiple things whether that be for injury whether that be you know trying to fight a fan um you know what whatever he's trying to do um the the maybe the thought is there in his brain but um I'm more like you I I need to see it come out of you I, I don't want to I don't want to hear your mouth I want to see actions from you so so in his four seasons with the Angels so far, he has played 195 games. Oh, he uh, just made it. Yeah, he just made it. It took four years. Well, people are gonna be like, well, what about the COVID year? I factor that in. So I don't like by the end of this year, he would have been eligible for 546 games as an angel. And one of those is including the 60 game season. So 546 games eligible for by the end of this year, and there's no way he's gonna get over like I'd say 240, 230 at best. I'll say 245, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Best, uh, it's like the best case scenario. And you know what, man? No, I, I I cheered for this guy. I don't know if yeah. you remember during the pre the preseason episode, I straight up said if this man is top 10 in MVP, I would donate five hundred dollars to a charity. Yes. It's did. there. Look it, look it up, guys. It's on our YouTube channel. And then Todd oh, agreed to match like half of it. Yeah. So 750 bucks were thrown out there into the universe that this guy could prove us wrong. And no, no, no. Teal Tony's little B word who doesn't want to work, who just wants to mail it in, get his paychecks. Cool. Have fun, bro. I'm so tired of this guy. Seriously, just, just retire already. You don't want to play. You want to spend time with your kids. Great. Oh, well, you guys don't know what it's like. And oh, well, I want to be there for my kids. Great. Guess what, man? You know, uh, you you have a family. You guys don't work. You're not getting paid. You don't get paid. Your kid doesn't have food on their table. Your kid can't play baseball or whatever, whatever your kid wants to do. Can't buy your kid a Nintendo Switch. You name it. 
Teal Tony doesn't have those problems. That man gets paid $38 million whether he plays or not. He doesn't care. He's getting his money. Baseball's all guaranteed money. And if you can't legitimately say to yourself that this man isn't milking every single ounce of his contract, you are full of it. This guy is a laughingstock. It's embarrassing. I'd be saying the same thing about anybody who's getting paid $38 million to not work. Tell me how you really feel. Yeah. Um, this, yeah. I'm disappointed. I'm definitely disappointed in Anthony Rendon. Um, you know, he came off of a high, you know, winning with the Nationals. Um, I know, I think my mom was the most halo honkish person ever for Anthony Rendon. And she still is to a certain extent. I had to buy her an Anthony Rendon t-shirt for her birthday, which was the biggest waste of $45 in my life. But... <laughs> <laughs> she wanted it and I'm just like okay you know like this guy hasn't done anything for us though and she's like it doesn't matter he's trying I'm like trying what the fuck are we trying for there's no try in the MLB level you you can't try anymore there's no room for trying especially in the angels organization we can't just try anymore yeah, we're, like we're past that not. we're way past that so um yeah, I'm I'm definitely not a fan of Anthony Rendon at the moment. Yeah, I, at all, really. I've always said that he has a tampon stuck. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there's, a lot of fans agree with you on that. It's just like there's nothing wrong with holding players like that accountable. I mean, this guy got his bag, and it's as if he mentally checked out. And, you know, I get it. He still has time on his contract. And, and as long as he's on this team – I will continue to hope that he's going to perform well because he takes the spot of a lot of guys who could give us a lot of resources. And that's like part of the reason why I'm maybe a little worried about potentially signing Otani to an extension because of the simple fact that can we really afford to have Trout, Otani, and Rendon making a combined, what, 130 to $150 million, those three guys alone? These guys are going to combine for over a billion dollars worth of contracts, probably. So with that being said, Rendon's never healthy. Trout is maybe regressing already. And if he's not yet and he's going to finish the year hot, now the concern will be when is he going to regress because we've seen a very long slump now. And then let's face it, at some point, the two-way experiment will fail with Otani because Father Time is undefeated. For his sake, I hope it's not anytime soon, and for baseball's sake because he's a lot of fun to watch. I love Shohei Otani, but at the end of the day, I am an Angels fan, not a Shohei Otani fan. I was here before Otani, and I'll be here after Otani. So with that being said, and this is a bit of a hot take, and I'm throwing it out there now, bearing anything crazy happening this year, I want Otani to walk during free agency. And people are going to be like, Fernando, you're an idiot. You know what? That's fine. But for the probably $40 million a year this guy's going to get, we can get six or seven players. And unfortunately, this Angels team is not one player away. They're six or seven away. I will agree with you. It's probably more like three or four players, not six or seven. But you get my point. I get your point. And they're going to have our heads on pitchforks. I That's want, fine. That's fine. You know my app. Yeah. 
I want Otani to walk. And I don't say that as like, obviously, Otani hasn't sucked. It's not like he hasn't done us a service, you know, trying to help us. You know, of course, he's he's had his moments where, you know, sometimes he's over. Um, maybe it wasn't his greatest pitching start and things like that. But he he is a unicorn. He is a two-way player. Um, eventually, that will have some wear and tear on his body. Um, you know, so how long he will be a two-way player, I have no idea. Um, definitely don't wish it be anytime soon. Um, you know, I definitely want him to succeed as a player because, you know, even yesterday with it being a loss, he was still fun to watch. Um, but we can definitely, for what he is worth and what it sounds like, what teams are willing to pay for him, we can we can hypothetically rebuild this entire team around Mike Trout, which is mm-hmm. what we should have originally done or what we we're trying to do in the first place, I guess. Yeah. Um, we could definitely get a lot of good signings or good trades, you know, if, if we let Otani go, because let's face it, mm-hmm. even uh, us keeping Otani, I feel like is holding him back. Sadly, at least right now, the way we are performing um and i'm saying this off of a you know the two game loss uh against the dodgers cuz and i only say that because that that second loss yesterday it was probably one of the worst losses because it came from a, a an injury ridden depleted d team dodger team yeah so it was meh. absolutely sad and i know we haven't talked too much about the series but i mean let's just throw this out there guys any of our listeners who listen to this show follow this team as religiously as we do. What's that to talk about? It was a combined four to zero. We scored zero runs and we got less than a handful of combined hits this series. Okay. You know, the good news is the Dodgers scored two games, game one, two games, game two. So neither of them were ass whoopings. So that's the good news. The bad news, the angels offense was flat. Game one would have changed drastically if Brandon Drury was safe at home. Okay. It was a bad call. Yeah. Okay. But one of the umpires not against us, right? That's always our excuse. Let's blame the umpires. Let's blame the umpires. Let's blame the umpires. That doesn't change the fact that Squid came up with bases loaded. Guess who faulted under pressure? Andrew freaking Velasquez. He's not a good major league hitter. He will never be a good major league hitter. Hell, if that man is ever an all-star, I will donate $250 to a charity, okay? If that man is ever an all-star for any team, doesn't matter if it's the Angels, if it's a major league baseball team, I will donate $250. I don't care if it's the Dodgers. I don't care if it's the Yankees because I am that confident that this man will not ever hit to that caliber. Okay, Andrew Velasquez joke, an absolute joke. It's embarrassing to watch this guy hit. That guy couldn't hit water if he fell off a boat. That man couldn't hit the ground if somebody pushed him off a blimp. That man, that man couldn't hit the ketchup bottle on his hot dog, or couldn't get the ketchup to land on his hot dog because he's that bad at aiming. Okay, yeah. That man couldn't hit sheep if he was trying to drive through a farm, okay? This man is so untalented at hitting. Well, Fernando, he's batting 240. Great. Okay. Who cares? 
Does he come through when it matters? Does he have productive at-bats as an angel? No. More often than not, he does not. And I'm so tired of this guy getting an opportunity. Seriously. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me Rally yeah. Chris can't bat the same. Put oh, Rally sh- Chris up there. F it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Rally, Rally Chris would hit harder. Um, yeah, and at least it'd be a spark plug in the dugout. Come on, guys. Two out of three. Yeah. Come on, guys. I'm scared. Yep, he'd be the new Brett Phillips. Um, there you go. Where's Where's the Kubota hat? Yeah, that was that was a lot. Um, so I'm assuming you're over Squid. Um, that's no, the... I love Squid. Let's give him an extension. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I don't think we have anything left of this Dodger series other than it was piss poor. Um, at that. Well, no, no. I, I, I you know what? I want to give Detmers uh, uh, his flowers. I, I want to give Detmers his flowers. I know. He it pitched was, well. He did. He did pitch well. I think it's and so very, Otani. Yes, Otani did as well. I think it's very disheartening. Um, it, no matter what pitcher it is, no matter if it's Detmers, no matter if it's Otani, um, my husband Sandoval, no matter who it is, uh, it's very disheartening when we just don't have the run support. Um, especially when you get, you know, Otani had a good seven innings. Um, Detmers, I think, went at least uh five if i'm not mistaken six even i think he had his, his longest start um against the dodgers and but he still got the loss so it's just like bruh um we suck <laughs> but and it's not at least in those two instances it has nothing to do with our pitching staff that was solely our hitting um nevin was out out coached um you know and as much as we want to blame new york the replay, the umpires, the fact that some of our games even come that close to where it's just that one decision or that one play. Um, I It's also very disheartening and disappointing. So, meh. That's yeah, he, he had seven innings. So, for whatever that's worth. Oh, but wow. don't worry. What does what, what Todd like to, to play? Oh, the the, the ballet <laughs> sport. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Show me what Tony's pitching tomorrow. Oh shit! <laughs> I hate that ballet sports thing. Who gave him that sound? Who, <laughs> did he get that? He recorded it. Did you do it? Yeah. Oh, so did you do it? Oh no. Yeah, I'm so tired of uh of this just everything that that's been going on. Reed Demers, we, we wasted a, another good pitching performance by him. And I understand he's not having a cream of the crop year, but that's exactly what you want out of a young guy like Reed Demers. You have a freaking rivalry game, and this man stepped up. This man gave the Angels every opportunity. And yes, like I said already, I understand that was a blown call at home play, and that would have changed the entire trajectory of probably the series. Because then you would have at least scored a run. Who knows what could have happened, especially after Detmers had such a good performance. Uh, but then again, I mean, Loop had a decent performance that day too. So, I mean, you know, Davinsky gave up two runs, and that wasn't ideal. But you know what? Davinsky was the right guy in that opportunity. He's had a good season. I'm a little more willing to give Davinsky a pass. That happens. I get it. You don't want to lose to the Dodgers. There's no excuse as to why Velasquez should have grounded into an out with bases loaded. 
But with all that being said, it, it, it was a tough game one, and game two wasn't any better. Shohei Otani pitched a hell of a game. And guess what? This man got dunked on by his own teammates, and he got dunked on by the third base coach. And it is just so sad that we lose to the Dodgers yet again. They continue to own us since 2020. It's like we lose every single goddamn freeway series to these guys, and I'm so tired of it. We had such a healthy lead over these guys, Courtney, and it all just disappeared. Yeah, t- tell me about it. I've I didn't hear the end of it. Um, all of a sudden, Nick is like a, a historical Dodger facts person. I was like, "What in the hell?" Yeah, and I would have said, like, "Hey, how, you know? how about one of your highest paid players, Trevor Bauer? Uh, what did he do to that one woman?" Or, oh, he got another domestic violence charge against him just now, or another accusation? Great. You guys are still playing him, by the way. Yeah, that's sad. Oh well, it's okay. It's um, I mean, I think everybody can just feel our frustrations, especially when it comes to the freeway series. As much as people want to say, like, oh, the freeway series, or at least I've heard sometimes people are like, the freeway series isn't important to Angels fans. It's our it world is. series every year. It's our fucking world series. Okay. We know, we know we don't make the playoffs or we're on the cusp. Okay, yeah. so the freeway series is what we have. To be excited about and yeah, we don't even have that now. yeah so now don't i can't worry. get excited the dodgers shouldn't have too much to be excited about either because we all know when october rolls around they're going to be on their backs harder than an obese turtle so oh shit yes they will all <laughs> right colorado colorado uh Colorado. Uh, so we got a three-game series against Colorado. Colorado yeah, is 29 and 48. Um, so we should have some hope with our 41 and 35 Angels. Um, game one. <laughs> <kidding>. Yeah. <laughs> game one, we have my husband Sandoval versus Freeland. Um, I don't know. That should be fine. We should be fine. Um, game two, it is Canning versus Anderson. Uh, oh, they have an Anderson? Um and then game three, it is going to be our Anderson versus uh, Gomber. I want to call him Gumby. Gomber. Gumber. <laughs> um, Sandoval right now is currently four and six with a 4.08 ERA. Freeland is also, let me see. Oh, no. Freeland is four and eight with a 4.48 ERA. How do we feel? I think this is a dub. I think Patrick Sandoval goes now that he's calling his own pitches, goes off of the same success he had from his last start. I think he gives us a win. And I think Mike Trout gets a home run this game. I think he does. I think it's on an elevated fastball. Oh. How about that? Oh. oh. Book it. Book it. <laughs> Hey, You're I really called pushing it, aren't you? I called Kurt oh, Suzuki home no, no. runs and was right multiple times. You, you really did. I can't believe that first year. <laughs> you really called it. I even called oh, Andrew Heaney having okay. a couple of good uh, outings. You did. <laughs> you so. did. I call. All right, Sandoval's going to get the dub. I think it should be it should be fine. Um, I think Otani will get some revenge at. Uh, Rocky Stadium uh, for for losing that home run derby. Um, <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think Otani will get a dub. Um, 
Okay. All right. Game two was Canning. He has a five and two record with a 4.40 ERA. Anderson um, has an 0 and 1 record uh, with a 4.12 ERA. How do we feel? Uh, I think this is another win. I'm taking the Rally Chris special in this series. So I think Griffin Canning, I don't, I think he's going to have an average performance. I don't think it'll be anything stellar, but I think our offense probably wins us this game. I'll go ahead and call it a dub. I think Mike Trout has two home runs. Wow. Two. Okay. Yep, two. All right. Book it. Book okay. it. All right. Take it to Vegas. There you go. And then Sunday, we got the afternoon game. It is Anderson with a four and one record with a 5.64 ERA. Gomber has a four and seven record with a 7.25 ERA. Loss. Oh, oh, the rally, Chris special. Oh, yeah, do, because it's Anderson or no? Yeah, I, I I don't trust this guy at all. You know, I Tyler Anderson comes out and everyone's like, well, I guess he did well enough to to keep us in the game. It's like, yeah, he gave up five runs. <laughs> okay, yeah, he did just enough. No, the offense bailed him out. This guy is four and one with a five point six four ERA. The only reason I think Tyler Anderson might earn, and I say might exaggeratingly on purpose, might earn his $13.3 million paycheck this year is if he stays healthy through the dog days of summer and at least saves us that start of the rotation every time. That's the only way that this man maybe makes it worth his contract. Noted, noted. I'll go ahead and call it a dub. I think we get wow, a sweep. Jeez. A sweep. We'll break out the brooms. We'll get we'll call it a sweep. That won't happen. If we get a I'll make a wager with you. If we get a if we get a sweep and you're right, and I'm hoping you're right, I will buy you a beer at the tailgate. Yes. Okay, because I don't I don't think this is gonna happen. Man, it's okay. I think I have faith. I've, I feel I, like I hope you're right. is there talking everybody up right now. Like, <laughs> hey, guys, we just got to get through these last couple of games. I think everybody is just going to be like, yeah, and just really rally around it. I think we could we leave Denver with a dub, with a sweep. There, there you go. Let them cook. Words of wisdom by Courtney. Let them cook. Exactly. Well, like I said, I don't think you're right, but um, I, I hope you are. I hope you are. I mean, we need this team okay. to start winning, and we need them to pat that that record right now because they couldn't do it against the Dodgers. They had a great series against the Rangers, and I would hate to lose all that momentum. And right now, I think that's the direction in which we're trending. Uh, yeah, I would definitely. Uh, we have now slipped back into third place, sadly. Um let me see. It looks like we are six games back. Oh God, my heart. We are six games oh. back. Um, yeah, Astros are five and a half yeah. games back. So we are half a game back from the Astros. Um, the uh, Trastros. So um, just really hoping that we can just pull out the rest of these series. Um, just kind of really take advantage. Maybe we get some help from our competitors. And um, let's see if we can get these dubs, guys. Uh, all right. Um, I anything in closing? Um, 
not from me. I think we just really need to forget about this. As hard as it is to say, we just really need to forget about this Dodgers series. Um, obviously, nobody really performed their best, with the exception of honestly Otani and Detmers, um, at least pitching performance wise. Um, I think we just really need to kind of just go into the Rockies. Don't underestimate because we have a bad tendency of doing that. Don't underestimate these teams with these weaker records. Um, really take advantage. Like I said, I think that's why I want to call for the sweep. Really hoping that it happens. But just really just take advantage of this this weaker schedule coming up. Yeah, I mean, so we got so after the Rocky series, we have the White Sox for three at home. We have the Diamondbacks for three at home. By the way, July 1st, head on over to the tailgate. Uh, it's your last day to buy your ticket through 714 tickets is the 25th. So if you don't have your ticket already, you're running out of time. Call boop, 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 714 tickets, 714 tickets, and ask them for the Hitty tailgate special, and they'll give it to you. $55 gets you helmet nachos, gets you a ticket to the game, gets you a bobblehead if you get a line early enough. Uh, it gets you a Halos in the infield NWO shirt. It gets you tacos, all that fun stuff. But it is bring your own brews because I don't think technically you're allowed to drink. So you're not allowed to drink in the parking lot unless nobody's looking. But you didn't hear that from us. So after that, you have the Padres for three at Petco Park. Um, I'm going to try to go to one of those games before I have to drive back to Texas. We have two at Chavez Latrine on the 7th and the 8th. And then we head into the all-star break. Crazy to believe the all-star break is here already. It came quickly. Yeah, that, that bitch came quick, fast, in a hurry. Um, do you think Estevez makes it to the all-star? I hope so. I mean, especially because Trout is, like, one of the finalists. And I'm like, mm, okay. Off of name recognition for sure. Uh, and realistically, I mean, he's going to get in. But uh, yeah, Estevez deserves to be there. That's the difference. Yes, he definitely deserves to be there. Um, so please uh, wait. I think voting already closed, but um, no, I think it's about to be the second round now. Oh, okay. Well, please go vote. Vote for our man Estevez. Um, I I will say that I am eating pro because I know I said after spring break, uh, spring break, wow, spring training. Um, I was not impressed with his performance. I was very worried. Yeah. Um. But I, I am now eating pro. I apologize. Uh, he's definitely done well. He's he deserves a spot in the all star uh, all star game. So he really does. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know when pitchers are eligible to be voted for. I, I think it might just be pitchers or uh, it might be position players. But I will say that uh, he's probably going to be like a final vote candidate. Is my guess. So more than likely, yeah. I would hope. So we'll see. I, I would have. It would have been interesting to see if Gio oh, wow. Rochella might have qualified if he didn't get hurt. Like it might have been interesting to see if he would have got in <laughs> yeah. like as a re reserve. But uh, yeah, the, the, probably not. Uh, no. As far as closing thoughts for me, that's it. You guys already know about our sponsors. Check out someone for tickets. Use code Hedia Checkout and then check out Noble. We hope to see you guys at the tailgate. Aside from that, there, there's nothing else to close. Dodger series sucked. We have to win at least two out of three against the Rockies if we can sweep. Great. Um, but there's not much else to talk about. Nope. This was a deflating series. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know it was a de de depleting, deflating, exhausting, um, all the above. Um, but please give us, what is it, a five-star rating? Yep, yep. Rating for where you listen to, what is that? It's not Spotify. Wow, draw a blank. Yeah, yeah, That's I why mean, I don't do 
Spotify, <laughs> Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Let your friends know. Subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Like, yeah. comment, share, all that fun stuff that nobody ever does anyway. But uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you guys on behalf of all of us here at Halos in the Infield. Have a great rest of your day.